Welcome to Nuanced Beauty. This podcast is intended to be a spot where my husband Bill and I will capture some complex thoughts and challenge us to hold to our opinions loosely so that we can see the beauty in others and the beauty in ourselves. I want to challenge us to dive deeper into those everyday topics and those sticky topics that we might shy away from or we might bulldoze over others with our opinions. Because I think there's wisdom in this idea that if we all thought exactly the same, there would be no need for anyone else. So let's have a conversation and let's get nuanced. everybody welcome to another episode of nuance beauty hi guys hey so we're gonna take this a little different and beg for your help by interacting with our instagram page at nuance underscore beauty is our instagram page uh but something that we're uh in the current stages of figuring out is how we're gonna manage screen time with our kids yeah, we are in the thick of it with our six-year-old and our not even two-year-old. Oh, and ah. well, that's the thing. It's how do we do it with with kids and kids even that young, and what the recommendations are, and what we thought beforehand. I don't know about you, but I was pretty like they don't need screens. I had all these convictions. Right, right. So our 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 like main question for today is how do you handle screen time with your kids? And uh, yeah. We thought like the the first component is what you think about screens before you have children <laughs> and what you think about screens after you have children and how uh, life can be kind of hard and they can become a crutch um, at times. I mean, we can I can think back to before Zeke was able to walk. Zeke didn't walk until 17 months. He had this nice little jumperoo station and he loved octonauts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely loved octonauts. So we could leave him watching about two episodes of octonauts and he would bounce away with the creature report song. Mm -hmm. And it was like 45 minutes of getting stuff done. Yeah, he was a very clingy baby, so that was the only time we ever really could set him down. Yeah. Which is where all of those convictions went. Uh-huh. Because pre like, you know, pre kids, I think yeah, I think we had good intentions. I think honestly, I I don't know if I had any particular like ideas of like, oh, we're going to limit it to this amount or this amount, whatever. I don't well, think I, I had any of that. We had numbers on it, but I think we had a a, a direction of what we what I, I shouldn't speak for you i had an idea of what i thought parenting would be mm-hmm. and it wasn't that ah yes <laughs> it was way way harder <laughs> yes uh, it just keeps rolling <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah so we zeke started watching octonauts really young and i was actually really relieved when um aaron was the same age he actually wasn't super interested so we made him interesting because we needed that kid to leave us alone too yeah yeah actually it was kind of interesting between kid one and kid two um aaron did not did not care to watch a screen at all we did not get him to really pay attention to screens until maybe one to two months ago um they just did not keep his attention at all and uh Aaron has been on a sing two movie kick. We've probably 
uh, watched it a couple dozen times in the past two months. And, um, yeah. Of all the movies we could have gotten him hooked on. Of all the movies. He really, well, he does like Taylor Swift, uh, reputation, like, uh, like, uh, that Netflix. He likes, Mm -hmm. he, um, Aaron likes musical things. Like Mm -hmm. he is totally, he will dance to music. Mm -hmm. So. Those are kind of anecdotal, right? Oh, super anecdotal. But what we're uh, facing now and what we're kind of getting into is how do we manage the kids as they get older and they're making decisions and they're throwing tantrums and things. And Zeke is, uh, he, he has a streak of the obsessive about him when he gets interested in something. Mm, passion. He's very interested. He, yes. he, wants to, he wants to do that thing. He wants to talk Full about that thing. throttle. It's like, oh, he's not playing this video game right now. He's going to talk about it because that's how he gets his fix, you know? Yes, he talk, is. Let's talk about Zelda. He can be consumed by something. Mm -hmm. And that is where, so for the past, I'd say, year, we tried a technique of, like, uh, limiting him to one hour a day. And then we took away weekdays. Like, it started where we did one hour. And I think we kind of leaned in that direction because if you you read the parenting books, Mm -hmm. they, they, they speak about it in terms of hours per day. So yeah. we approached it in terms of hours per day or even yes. an hour a day. Yeah. Uh, and we tried the hour a day and then we were starting to just get um, attitude. It felt like a lot more behavioral stuff. And he's in kindergarten, so maybe it's the kindergarten too. Like there are so many things going on. But um, it but seemed... he's old enough that he has a sense of time. Yeah. And his big meltdowns were, if I'm done playing, that means I don't get to play again for a whole day or a whole seven days. Okay. So then that's the next component is we did an hour a day and then we had behavioral stuff. So then we kicked it to only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like um, limiting it to that level caused huge emotional uproars in our house because he, he was so like, oh my gosh, it's Sunday and I'm done with my hour and I don't get to play until next Friday. And so it became such a fixation, like more so than it was before. And so we kind of felt this nudge that like, okay, this whole like limiting time or focused on the time on the clock, it felt like it worked for a little while. We had a timer and it seemed like it was going okay. And now he's growing. And as you mm-hmm. said, he's getting like the concept well, of time. This is going to sound really out of left field. I'm going to apologize to everyone's ears for, uh, for a second. But at what what happens is what uh, Ram Dass refers to as the horny celibate. Where when you uh, force uh, an asceticism like this, when you force a restriction. Celibacy. In in that case, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, it you know the the horny celibate's a funnier way of thinking about uh-huh. it than the kid who just can't put his video game down. Yeah, but um, the 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 point is that when you, you create inf- something, you create a fixation on yes. the thing. You became you become, and this is far afield. But I'm going to go there anyway. You um, you begin to create your identity around your addiction. Yeah, uh, because that's so he would realize he couldn't play for a week. And that became the singular point of fixation. Mm-hmm. Not even what the game, not the game or the lack of the game, the the loss, that sense of loss became consuming. Yeah. Because we had made such a big line in the sand about it. So we started to ask, what what do we want out of this? Like what what do we want to teach him here? Mm-hmm. Do we want to teach him to limit himself to a certain number of hours a day? Maybe. I, I don't know if there's a 
uh, hard and fast. Yeah, there, that is useful. Yeah, right. That's useful. What what I think we landed on for now. Mm-hmm. We're going to change our mind again. I'm sure <laughs> next week. No. Sure. Uh, uh, well, let's give them a little time before we jerk them around again, please. Yeah. No, we won't. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We want him to develop the skill in which he can play, but then and also do something away. else. The ability yeah. to break away and do other things besides just look at a screen. Mm-hmm. So we do still have a time constraint. We are not doing screens on weeknights because... I let him go on Wednesdays because it's an early release day. Okay, early release on Wednesday. So he gets some time. But in general, like weeknights are limited to none. Because mm-hmm. um, here's the thing. When he had an hour a day, he felt entitled to that hour. Yes. And when we didn't have time during the week. Like if we needed to run an errand or if his friends wanted to play outside um, or something, it would be like, oh, well, I don't want to break away to that because I want to get my screen time in. Mm -hmm. And then it's approaching bedtime or shower that night if needed. And so that was just not, Mm -hmm. that just wasn't going well either. So uh, weeknights don't have enough time. So for the most part, screens stay on the weekend. But what Mm -hmm. we have tried to tell him recently was, We want you to be comfortable that when we say, okay, it's time to go to the store, you say, okay, mom, and then you put the Nintendo Switch away or you turn off the TV and you break away. He uh, he started to get really litigious about it. And I said, maybe the thing I'm most proud of ever saying as a parent, he said, but you have to put it away, you know, with alacrity, you have to put it away when we say to and he started okay well how 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 long how far can i push he's asking me the question how actually far can i push this uh until i get punished for this and i said do you trust me to be fair there's a long pause and he said yeah (laughs) and i said i will i will be fair to you in this and that you know because he is a very litigious child if i'm engaging him on those grounds i'm going to lose because yeah. i am not a litigious person yeah i kind of go with my gut he is so everything. calculated yeah so i asked him do you trust me to be fair and that allowed him to kind of put his trust into me mm-hmm. to 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 regulate this in, in some way yeah and for the most part i think it's going okay yeah i think uh i think it has been decent like on the weekends like he plays we a lot can... yeah he is he's getting a lot of time for the most part um like we'll go into like what types and everything, but he, um, like we can go swimming or we can go grocery store or we can go do various things. Like we went to the Y in the morning and all that. And he's not throwing these massive tantrums and going into this like super negative head spin. He is still like wants to talk about what he's doing. And he does still get sad, but he seems to be able to pull himself through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as intense of a withdrawal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah and he played i didn't tell you this he played eight hours on sunday of course he did eight hours yeah uh which is you know unfortunate because i did like that he was playing outside with the kids but you know not all the kids are really that great for him to play with anyway so whatever um and that said i grew up playing video games mm-hmm. like intensely playing video games i grew up in the middle of nowhere i didn't have neighbor kids i didn't have anybody Mm-hmm. So yeah, I played video games 8, 10, 12 hours a day all the time. So I'm not against the concept of video games by mm-hmm. any means. Uh, the problem is that, that he's playing maybe different games than I played. Right. And that's why I'm really grateful. You know, the, the thing I actually got him into video games is that before we were married, we had a Nintendo Wii. 
and at that time you can download classic video games onto a Nintendo Wii and play it. So I played some N64 games, uh, games like Zelda. Mm -hmm. Um, and I still had those when she kind of came of age. So he would watch me play and it was something we do together. It's kind of a cool thing that we do together. Um, but the games that are coming out now are different types of games. Yeah. They're more interactive. A lot of them do have a component. Like, so he, Minecraft is a popular game right now. And, um, it has an interactive component if you set it up where you go into other people's worlds that they've created. And um, Zeke's, Zeke does have Minecraft, uh, but it's it's just set up where he plays self-contained. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty I'm pretty sure. sure. That's the thing. Yeah. Because I logged into the, I, like, I went into the menu and I understood some of it. Yeah. But ne- not necessarily understanding all of it. And the games that I grew up playing were insular. It was a closed world game. Yeah. And so I was, I was, as we were thinking about this, I'm like, this reminds me of something I heard my parents, at least my parents' generation say about drugs. They're like, my parents were hippies, man. Like, I found a beaded headband in my, in the back of a closet once. And my stepmom, my very waspish, like uptight stepmom put it on and says, Bill, I used to smoke marijuana cigarettes in this. <laughs> marijuana cigarettes she said that it was great uh she she talked about how she had this pot plant on her back patio and her mom saw it and she convinced her that it was a tomato plant they do kind of look like uh, they do look similar they yeah, do look like yeah. That. uh so but things they would say are things like well yeah but it's not the same as it was when we were kids the the drugs weren't as strong back then mm-hmm. and there's some truth to that like man weed cultivation is a whole ne- next level of gardening um <laughs> Yes. Uh, so I find myself kind of saying the same thing. Like games. in video yes. games, like they're, 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 they weren't as strong back then. Yeah. They, they well, weren't it's... as like the science behind it yes. to capture your brain. Yes. To communicate with people all over the world wasn't there. Right. So now I'm scared of this thing he's doing. Yeah. Because I don't understand it. And I feel so old saying like, I don't, I'm scared of what the kids are into these days. (laughs) Yeah. And in some ways that should be a good thing. I want our children to grow and learn new things, things that we never understood. Uh That's how progression through generations works. But he's six. Yeah, he's six. So I'm really happy that he's still super into playing the N64 version of Zelda. Yes. And I play that with him all the time because it's nostalgic for me and it feels safe for him. And I play Mario sometimes. And you're rock at Mario 3. Yeah. You're way better than me at Mario. Yeah. So I had I had my my days of video games too. But that so that kind of like goes into the like what? What are they spending their screen time with, right? So uh Zeke has an iPad and he has Switch and we have uh uh Roku or whatever, you know streaming where we have Amazon Prime and Netflix. And the hard part with like what I think you were trying to draw out there is that when we played video games, you bought a single game, Mm -hmm. you put it into a console and you played. Mm -hmm. And maybe late in high school is when we started to have like the car identity theft, whatever. Oh, like, Grand Theft Auto came out in middle school, it, but it still was a singular was that, disc. It was, it not, was. It wasn't online. So that didn't have an online platform yeah. either. Now the only thing yeah. I ever did play online when I was younger was Age of Empires, and there was like Games.com. You played chess, right? Yahoo, Yahoo Pool. Pool, yeah. And Yahoo Pool a was Yahoo a cesspit of like connecting and whatever, connecting to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that that that's what part of why I think our, our hackles are up because we grew up in that space mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, both of us. Um, but then there's like the next component of uh, even like YouTube kids. So 
it's it's hard because they're not just choosing to watch like an individual show. You click on one thing and then the way that the screen is set up, you just really are. You're like tempted to check this other thing, which checks this other thing, which checks this other thing. thing. So there's this continual like spiral of keeping your attention, Mm -hmm. um, which goes into like... As a parent, you can't monitor that constant linking unless you're constantly watching it with them and if you're watching it with them mm-hmm. it kind of defeats the purpose of giving them the screen you give them the screen so that they'll leave you alone <laughs> so that they have some time like they get to check out a little bit you get to do what you need to I do have stuff to do yes but uh, it's just like the uh and we're just talking like you know youtube there or even like we have amazon well, prime let's, let's keep with youtube for a second because there is user generated content mm-hmm. and youtube does a pretty good job moderating youtube kids but it's still just too much yeah and there's just creepy. It just gets creepy. And in there's there. yeah, there is a component of like uh just advertising, right? Mm-hmm. Like a kid went down a rabbit hole with um uh some kid buying uh the most expensive toys that are available oh, yeah. on the market. And then he wants opening it up and playing with it. So it's like an imagination oh. aspect. And then he got all sad because you couldn't actually, like, if you bought that toy, it wouldn't actually make someone disappear. And that, that was whatever. the least, least of the problems. Yeah. It's just, you don't know who these people are and what they're saying all the time and what they're slipping in without you realizing it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's sketchy. Now, things that go through a major platform like Amazon or, or Disney, I <laughs> have to go through a Disney rabbit hole. Uh, uh, at, at least at least have some sort of, uh, uh, you know, pu- uh, public scrutiny to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And they're movies, so they're rated. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, there's a component there. Um, And not even, like, because I don't really, like, we haven't even, like, ventured down the level of, like, getting a phone or a messaging component for his iPad or something. But, like, I do remember the the thought of uh, giving your kid a cell phone is, like, dropping them off in the middle of a city. And I don't, I don't prescribe to that level of, fear mongering Mm -hmm. but i think there's validity to like you are you're giving them access to anyone and everyone yeah and there are good characters and there are bad characters and you have a Mm (laughs) six-year-old so it's like it's kind of a it's a tricky thing to consider what your choices are anywhere near the phone conversation yeah uh, with him but we are just trying to it's it's a it's an object lesson in moderating something that is not evil mm-hmm. uh, but is not inherently good either it just is a thing that is yeah and the the algorithm like the algorithms are a thing like yeah. uh if anyone tuned in to any of the random tiktok blotty blah interviews with oh, congress man. and senate which is terrible it shows how out of touch old people are with young people as they talk to the so called oh, so journalists bad. so bad so but bad. there is an interesting component like that in in china every 30 minutes their thing drops off like they have mm-hmm. to take a break. They have to step away. And every six minutes, I think it's every six minutes, there's an educational video. What I'm hearing from you is that we should be more like China. We should be more calm. <laughs> is that what you're telling me you right know, now? right? No, I'm just saying it's interesting how um, the component that we're talking about with um, we have the ability to fall into really bad habits mm-hmm. with screens, period. Every single person has the ability to create really bad habits. And that's where I think I 
like podcasts because it doesn't have the ability to catch your attention the same way. Like yeah, the the format's too long for it to link to something else. Yeah, and because it's an audio format, um, it's just different. It's yeah. so different. Well, the the short format videos like uh, TikTok and and Reels and YouTube Shorts to a lesser extent, they're they're just so sophisticated. Short, yeah, short attention span. They, you know, uh, our our pastor made a point a few uh, weeks ago about the the five minutes more syndrome. About you know, you keep thinking to yourself, well, let's do whatever it is for five minutes more, and then five minutes more, and then five minutes more. And actually, you know, the whole day's passed. Mm-hmm. When and when you watch uh, a reel or a TikTok, it's like seven seconds. That was mine. I don't know if there's a time limit on, on reels. Uh-huh. Uh, so you could always just do one more. You always have time for just one more. Uh-huh. You don't have time for just one more podcast. Podcasts can get super long. Yeah, <laughs> you actually different. have to like choose to, yeah, or I mean, whatever. I yeah. remember when we were sailing and we'd have. You know, back in those days, you have hard drives full of movies and TV shows. Yes. I would watch 10, 20 minute TV shows, but I would not watch a 90 minute movie Mm -hmm. because of the commitment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that works. Like you kind of, yeah, you think I can just keep going and. uh... So it's very sophisticated and it's very uh, scientific. And if you want to learn more about that, uh, I'd recommend the Netflix documentary, uh, Social dilemma. The social dilemma. Thank you. Yeah, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That kind of got into that. But then it also gets into the dangers of radical centrism. <laughs> yeah. You did a great job not making fun of either side, making fun of both sides, both but sides. being yes. radically centrist. Yeah. As as an example. But I think like the last the last part that we could kind of spend a minute or two on is like what are we saying versus what are we doing? Like how are we modeling? And I think you shared one day you're like uh asking Zeke to put the screen down while you're looking at I'm, your phone. I'm laying on the couch. We have a couch in our bedroom because our bedroom is ludicrously big. Uh and Zeke comes in to ask if he could play Switch and I'm on my phone laying on the couch saying, No, you've had too much screen time. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It's and, funny. And I can make excuses like, oh I, I'm I'm working 24 hours a day and this phone is my portal to work but i'm not working i'm scrolling through instagram i mean yeah yeah um, but there is like so that's like you know that's a negative but then i would say that we do like for us we have one tv in the house um and it's in the tv room and uh we have we each have a phone and zeke has an ipad and we have a, a tablet that's not used as much um, and there's a Nintendo switch and we have a couple computers, but we're not really on computers besides podcast recording and budgeting stuff or such, like not that much, but like, just because we have one TV doesn't mean we don't get our share of screen time. That said, I, I do like to think that we are intentionally like modeling, not just sitting in front of a TV. Like we, we don't, we don't sit in front of a TV. We don't watch a lot of TV and this isn't totally bashing on TV. It's just, we, we're not always captured by our screens. Yeah. And that's... I regularly place my phone somewhere and have no idea where it is for three hours. It's the worst. Cause you, she won't respond to my texts and then I'll think she's dead. You don't, you don't have any idea how many times I have planned my life of widowerhood <laughs> because she hadn't texted me back in like three for hours. Like three hours and I, I was assumed that not she's dead looking at a phone because yeah. that's clearly the only possible outcome of her not texting me back is that she is dead. Uh, yes, I know. That's it. I'll rock widowerhood. Just uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Okay, we were way over time. We could talk a lot more about that's okay. But you have any other culture. thoughts about that? Uh, no. Um, what are we modeling? I mean, we're 
I don't want to say it because it's terrible. I don't think we're modeling very well. I think I'm on this phone a lot. I mean, and I think that we, I'm very intentional about not being uh, who my parents were, which the whole house was centered around that TV in concentric circles. The TV was in the middle and then there was a row of the couches and other chairs. And then the kitchen was all mm-hmm. centered around the TV. The TV turned on first thing in the morning and it was on until everyone went to bed at night. It was constant orbit around that TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I didn't want that. Yeah. And so we aren't doing that. Instead, we all have our little orbits around our little screens. Is it better? I don't actually know. Yeah. We'll find out when Zeke goes to therapy and tells us about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Valid. Uh, so. Well, with that. Um, yeah. With that, engage with our Instagram account. Tell us how you figured this out. Because we obviously don't know what we're doing. But yeah. you guys might. So please, please, please tell us how to be better parents. Until next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, this is the part of the podcast where we recommend a book for this week. Yes, and as a reminder, the intent is not necessarily to make this a book club or that you read every single book we suggest every week. No, that'd be entirely too many books. All this is just coming from the fact that a lot of the conversations we've had and the conversations that we've wanted to share have come from books that we've read and and topics that we enjoy. So uh, with all the books out there, sometimes it's hard to choose what you like. So this is our contribution. Yeah, and we generally hope that it ties in a little bit with the episode. All right, for this week's book recommendation, our intention with this segment was to be books that we've read, but although I haven't finished this book, I'm on the, the vaunted list of books that I've started and never finished, I could not think of a better book to recommend for this episode than The Tech Wise Family by Andy Crouch. Uh, it's a short read, which makes it even more embarrassing that I couldn't finish it, but uh, it's incorporating the concept of wisdom around the use of technology in your family. Uh it's not as much uh, thou's and thou shalt's. It's um, it's uh, exhorts you to think about uh, what you're doing. And it also incorporates this idea of fasting, which I found really interesting. Because uh, fasting isn't something we do in our culture a whole lot in any sense of the word, unless uh, it's in a kind of more bro science sort of way. Uh, but it talks about taking one day of the week without technology and one uh, week of the year without technology, which is... Uh, Something I find very attractive, but also don't know how I would because I am on call for work. So uh, that's my excuse. What's yours? Uh, hit us up on at nuance underscore beauty on Instagram and tell me your excuse because I'm really interested in it. Uh, but in the meantime, check out uh, The TechWise Family by Andy Crouch. Uh, I don't think you'll regret it. All right. See you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you aren't already following us, please follow us on your Spotify or Apple podcast account and uh, look us up on Instagram at nuance underscore beauty until next week.